0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to episode 44 of You Play A What. I hope all of you are doing well. I promise this will be the last of my solo episodes for some time. I've got some amazing guests lined up for the next few weeks to talk more about their work. But for this week, I would like to talk about my relationship with receiving and giving feedback and in turn make you think about the way you offer your generous feedback and what type of feedback you would like to receive. I think most listeners of this podcast has a special relationship with the term feedback. Either you are receiving them on a regular basis from a teacher or you are offering your feedback to students as a teacher. But if you don't fall into either of these categories, I hope that you still find this topic interesting and find relevance in your field of work. For a good number of years, I have had a fixation of getting feedback for my work. I did not form much of my own concepts with regards to the euphonium or to music in general. I relied on external inputs to tell me if I was on the right track. During this time, I really struggled to answer questions like, can you describe your ideal sound of the euphonium? Can you explain to me what this piece of music means to you? Can you tell me more about your choice of phrasing in this section? I couldn't give an explanation on these things. And at the same time, I was just always looking for answers from other people and external sources. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I won't even question if your version was better than mine, but just to have an opinion about these things uh, was good enough for me. So I was trying to get feedback about my performance from everyone. You know, how was this and how was that? What do you think about my performance? How do you think I can improve? And I wonder if there's a reason why I always speak to those people who offered me something positive. Having gone through seven years of music conservatory training, receiving and offering feedback has always been an exercise that I've engaged in. I still remember the fear of being asked to give feedback to a performance as a year one student at NAFA. Back then, I always thought to myself, I'm not the teacher here, why should I be giving comments and feedback? Shouldn't that be the teacher's job instead of my job? Uh, Now, looking back, I am grateful to be given this opportunity to develop my listening skills and to form opinions regarding a performance and to back it up with explanation why it was good and why it's not. So let's talk about some rules of giving my idea of a good feedback. So number one, no one cares about your opinion. I know this might be a strange thing to say. You might be thinking, then why ask for my feedback if you don't care about my opinion? But there is a difference there. Opinions are statements like, it was good, it was bad. I would have never played it like that. I would have chosen to perform standing up instead. Uh, Unactionable statements that lack insight. It does nobody any good if you came and told them, I don't like the pieces that you performed. But if you were to say, I was feeling lost during the performance, maybe a pre-concert talk or some program notes will be useful for me to listen out for specific motifs or understand the overarching idea of the music a little bit better. Or, I felt that the engagement level during the performance could be better, maybe you could incorporate some speech in between pieces or change the stage setting for different pieces. Or... I felt that the style and the pace of the music were very similar throughout the performance. Is there a particular reason that you picked this program? Feedback like this requires analysis, and analysis is a lot harder than opinion because you can't fault an opinion. People are entitled to their own views and tastes, but a faulty analysis, on the other hand, will not hold up and might even sound ridiculous. Sharing your analysis regarding something is scary, but essential in encouraging others to do better work for the future. The next thing, number two, say the right thing at the right time. The feedback we give to a student when they are three days away from a big performance and three months from a big performance will be very different, and it should be very different. If you are listening to a student performing for you a first rendition of a piece for a concert in three months' time, chances are you shouldn't give them feedback on stage presence, what attire to wear, what is the appropriate stage setup, but you would focus probably more on the technicalities of the music, the phrasing, where to slow down, where to speed up, and fix the technical issues right from the start. And if it was three days before the performance, you shouldn't be offering feedback for alternative fingerings, changing the phrasing that has been decided, or any feedback that will cause unnecessary stress and tension in the performance. I personally have encountered pre-contest jitters where members of the band started to give feedback on the rehearsal before the contest or a big concert and started tuning many chords and realized that they are not quite in tune and started panicking. Uh, They started pointing fingers to other sections saying that they should be... Uh, doing this or doing that, and or they are in tune or out of tune, so it gets very messy. Uh, these things should be trashed out and done a month ago, not a day. Number three, if number three, if you have something nice to say, say it. Giving credit where credit is due is more than sugarcoating Giving credit where credit is due is more than sugar coating your words. It has a far more profound impact. It means that both parties are able to see through the same lenses. When you establish that, it is more likely for the other party to accept your constructive criticism because you are able to analyse the situation in a way that would help them do better work. As a teacher, I'm often guilty of being dismissive of the difficulty of the task at hand for the students, telling them it is not as difficult as you think or this is really simple. And similarly, if someone asks me for a recipe for a given dish, I often start with, it's really simple. So, some things for me to think about, to just be a little bit more empathetic and to step into other people's shoes when you're offering feedback. And of course, it doesn't hurt to be nice to people. Now, to receiving feedback, I break this down into three groups of people. Number one, people who are not looking for feedback. So not everyone would like to hear from you about your feedback, about your thoughts, about what they have shared. If people don't ask, then you should not overstep your boundaries unless you feel very strongly about what they have shared. Most of the time, contribute something positive. Otherwise, maybe the work that they have shared is just not for you. Number two are people who are actively looking for feedback. A little bit like me, In the past, if you give these people thoughtful feedback, they will most likely be grateful and receptive towards it and you'll be able to help them to do better work. So that's relatively straightforward, whether they want your feedback or they don't want your feedback. It gets a little bit more complicated with uh, the third group of people, people who are looking for reassurance. These people will sound like they would like your feedback, but what they are actually looking for is reassurance. What they want to hear from you is a vote of confidence, a good or an agreement in what they have shared with you or what they have done. If you happen to be one of these people who are looking for reassurance, looking for that thumbs up and you feel attacked if people share with you their feedback on how you can improve your work, then you have to stop it. (laughs) There's no better way for me to, to say this but Try your very best to stop looking for reassurance because you will only need more reassurance next time. It's a little bit like a a snowballing effect. If you are reassured once, you'll continuously look for this sort of reassurance elsewhere from people who can offer that to you. Do not cling on to that bit of positive review or feedback and think that everything will be okay. In our work, reassurance is really futile. There is no tried and tested path that we know for certain is going to work. I think our work is important enough for us to do it anyway without reassurance. Part of the joy and part of the fun is to share our work and see if it resonates with the people we seek to serve. If it doesn't, it's perfectly fine. We move on to the next project. If it does, then maybe we can consider doing more of that type of work. You know, so what if they say we are essential Or so what if they say we are not? Does it make us do better work? I don't think so, right? All these things are irrelevant to the work that we put up anyway. So to round off this very short episode, I would just like to say, giving good feedback is an act of generosity. Do it because it makes others and you do better work. And I leave you with some simple but important questions. What kind of feedback are you looking for from your community? What kind of feedback are you not looking for from your community? What kind of feedback do you commit to giving others? And what kind of feedback do you not want to give to others? Hopefully, these few questions will help you distill your thought process behind giving and receiving feedback. If you have any feedback for the podcast, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out on Instagram or through hello at youplayawhat.com. And with that, we will sign off on this episode of You Play A What. You have been listening to You Play A What, hosted by Vincent Tan. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button so that you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends if you feel so inclined. The theme music for the podcast is entitled Midnight Affairs and is composed by Algirdas Matonis and recorded by Vincent Tan. Thank you so much for listening to You Play Awards. Until next time.